Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast. The Rise of Tiamat module launched for the Neverwinter MMO as of November 17. And so today we talk once more with Rob Overmeyer of Cryptic Studios. This is your host, Bart Carroll, along with Trevor Kidd. So without further ado, let's talk about defending the Forgotten Realms against a certain five-headed draconic deity. Well, it's awesome to have you back, Rob. I know we've done this before. Why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself to the crowd a little bit, tell everybody what you do over there at Cryptic. I'm Rob Overmeyer. I'm the executive producer of Neverwinter. Uh, and basically, I get to hang out with a bunch of totally awesome people that uh, sort of bring the world uh, of Dungeons and & Dragons and Faerun to life uh, for all of our amazing fans to, uh, to play and enjoy. Uh, I really don't do much other than that. <laughs> just sits around, hangs out with cool people. I see, I see how oh. it is. <laughs> Um, so we're well into Tyranny of Dragons and, and uh, all that kind of stuff at Neverwinter. You want to like, recap really quickly what happened with uh, the, the Tyranny of Dragons module this summer so people know what's going on before we jump right into Tiamat? Yeah, so, um, so in August we launched, a, uh, we started basically the campaign for Tyranny of Dragons. Um, we, uh, we started off with basically introducing the players to the story, to sort of the story of figuring out what was going on while why this new cult of the dragons uh, was sort of was forming. There was a schism between the old cult and the new cult, uh, and uh, and so the players played through through a new campaign in the in the tyranny of dragons to sort of figure out what was going on with this new cult. Uh, they partnered with uh, with the Harpers uh, and all the way up uh, uh, to the Order of the Gauntlet, even the Zintarum, which was was a little bit shocking for uh, for fans of uh, of Dungeons and Dragons in the, in the in the lore to sort of figure out what was going on. The cult of the dragon was was working with dragons for some crazy reason, um, and ultimately they found out that uh, there was a person that that was able to get a red dragon mask and go talk to some uh, go, go talk to a red dragon on the, a, a mysterious island of Turn, um, and convince them to basically start attacking all of uh, of the Sword Coast. Um, and so that really that was really the introduction. It was it was a, it was a really cool campaign. It started off earlier at level thirty. Uh, our previous updates were all sort of in game, so this was targeted to middle game. Uh, that that story sort of followed the player along with their sort of normal leveling paths. So it was things to do, fight dragons, which is always really cool in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and then finally get to turn, finally uh, fight Lost Mouth and figure out what's going on there. Uh, but it started off the season of dragons, uh, and so the season of dragons was not only the story and the gameplay and the dungeon and all the great rewards from Tyranny of Dragons in, in August, but it was also like this community sort of sort of uh, outreach and 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 collaboration. We worked with the community. We had really cool events. Um, we had uh, we had things like uh, battling different uh, different uh, uh, characters from uh, the game, uh, like via via Facebook and other social outlets. Uh, one of my favorites was uh, was when Akar Kessel was killed. Um, via likes to death. That's one of my yes. favorite things that he, that was, he did he sort was of the season to of dragons. <laughs> but it's this big community uh, uh, event that sort of started in August and is still ongoing. Some of the cool things and, and events that happened was that was that they the, the community got to uh, basically achieve uh, or, or or get some achievements for for various things like uh, submitting uh, screenshots of what they've been doing in Tyranny of Dragons um, to even uh, uh, like I said liking. Uh, uh, villains to death on Facebook and stuff <laughs> like that, um, and so what that got them was they got were able to vote on certain events coming back and bonus weekends and all sort of dragon related and themed, uh, and that was sort of led up to uh, the Siege of Neverwinter, which was a really cool sort of larger scale event, a really cool instance with uh, with dragons attacking, 
uh, and sort of to continue and carry that story of the tyranny of dragons, that there's dragons attacking all of the, uh, 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 the area in the Sword Coast. Um, and then the Seasons of Dragons continued. Uh, that one of the really, another really cool thing is that the players, uh, the, the players uh, got to basically a, hit, hit an achievement and vote uh, to get um, Respin's game uh, back. Um, that was our very, very awesome, cool tabletop in the digital space yes. MMO April Fool's event, uh, which is really awesome, where you get to play a character on a, on a stand, on a base, and go around a game board. Um, so they, got to, they, they wanted that to come back, and, and they wanted to play that again. So that just passed this past weekend, uh, or the previous weekend. And then we, uh, uh, we just launched uh, the Rise of Tiamat, our latest module, sort of... Uh, Think of it as sort of as the capstone of of the, the of the big tyranny of dragons uh, story, where uh, we're basically we're now uh, f- we figured out what the what the cult of the dragon is up to. We figured out what they're trying to do, uh, and now we've got to figure out how to stop them. Uh, and so there's a lot of really cool things happening uh, in uh, in this module uh, for the rise of Tiamat, um, but. Uh, uh, we could probably go on and on about that. Do you guys have any specific questions about those things? Um, yeah, go ahead, Bart. I was just going to ask if uh, I'm assuming there's a chance for players to uh, face Tiamat herself in the culmination of these events. Yeah, face is weird. Uh, I mean, I guess in a way, uh, m- myself, when I would be playing, if Tiamat rose up, I wouldn't face her as much <laughs> as just run. <laughs> but, you know, some people are way more courageous than I am. But no, but really, um, we have a... Yeah, so, so Tiamat... She's, uh, she's basically, the Cult of the Dragons is in the Well of Dragons, uh, and they are amassing a great horde. Of course, we, everybody knows dragons love the horde. Uh, and so they've amassed all these riches to basically get Tiamat to come out of the, uh, out of the Nine Hells and into uh, our realm. Um, and so it's up to the player and the factions that they've been working with to keep Tiamat down. It's going to be really hard, but they've also, uh, we've also basically... Uh, been able to partner with Elminster to help out with this as well as uh, uh, Celine Mumbo and a number of other characters that are well known. Uh, but they're all basically come to the Well of Dragons to stop the Cult of the Dragon, who's now partnering uh, with the Thaeans again because Severin is there and a number of others. And they're really hell-bent on bringing Tiamat uh, up from the Nine Hells. So there's a lot of things that need to happen in the Well of Dragons. And the players, there's a lot of stuff the players can do there. The campaign for Tyranny of Dragons has a slight extension. Um, basically, some things that you can do to to uh, to hinder or stop um, the collection of the horde to to get the team out to come out of the Nine Hells. Um, but uh, th- it's a pretty powerful force that the player has to face. And uh, and yeah, Tiamat does. Uh, she tries to uh, to uh, get into the Well of Dragons, and the player definitely has a chance to fight her. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a really cool fight. We've had uh, a lot of internal playtests and even some really cool play with the dev events on our preview shard. Um, it's the largest fight that we've had. It's a 25-man uh, fight where uh, you, you, there's multiple stages where you, you actually get to fight Tiamat. Uh, you, you've got to team up to figure out how to defeat each of the, the heads of Tiamat. Uh, so it's, it's a really epic fight. Very, very cool looks amazing uh, when she, she sort of steps up and her, her big claws uh, sort of grab the edge of this, uh, this giant abyss and then she rises up and then, and then down where uh, well, all, of, all of her breath attacks and everything. It's, it's just amazing. And then another stage of the fight you go through and you're going to be 
you've got to you've got to protect some uh, um, uh, priestesses while they're trying to channel some energy to to sort of uh, debuff, if you will, uh, Tiamat if that's possible. Um, and it's 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 so it's so cool because you're you're kind of your back is to is to Tiamat and and the shadows of all the heads are sort of looming over you and you, so there's there's light patches and dark patches and they move and it's sort of it's very very sort of spooky and ominous to have you know the the queen of dragons just just behind you uh, and you're gonna try to figure out how to get her so absolutely the players are gonna get a chance to uh, to fight Tiamat and and keep her down into the nine hells. But just so everybody knows, no one's done it. No, I'm just joking. It's like, all, all the internal tests have failed. Everyone's died. That's totally, totally the plan. No, no, no. I'm joking. I just, I have to say that because it's, it's fun. It's fun. Um, I, yeah, I've seen a lot of the videos, Rob. It looks pretty fantastic. Is, so you talked a little bit about the Will of Dragons. Is there other stuff for the players to do uh, when they get to the Will of Dragons besides just fight Tiamat? Just fight yeah. Tiamat, like no big deal. <laughs> sure, sure. Just, you know, it's like only thing to do. That's one of the main things to do. Um, there's a lot of really cool things that we've added. There's... There's uh, really uh, some new cool artifacts. Um, we've uh, we've expanded sort of the breath weapon artifacts we've, that we we introduced the the red dragon uh, heart um, uh, with the the initial tyranny of dragons launch. Now we've added the rest of the chromatic dragons uh, breath weapons. So those are things that players can get and use. Um, but if you're a warlock, um, you're probably really excited uh, for the new paragon path um, for the soulbinder. Really really cool mechanic. Uh, it's got sort of like this charge mechanic where while you're in combat, you're going to be charging up, uh, uh, basically collecting souls, and then you have abilities that that are their their efficacy is based on the number of uh, of those things that you collect. Uh, the other cool thing about it is that is that if you drop out of con, uh, combat, uh, you basically consume those things to heal yourself. Um, so it's really cool. It's got a lot of sustain uh, for players that are really into sort of uh, sustain play and just sort of just grind through a bunch of stuff uh, and enemies and just wade through them. It, it, it's it's a pretty interesting playstyle. When I when I play uh, with a soulbinder, I, I kind of find myself just not wanting to drop combat to see how much I can get, how much I can fill up before it drops off. So I, I find myself like pulling two and three groups, and it gets pretty hairy. Uh, the warlocks have pretty good uh, good life steal and uh, and survivability, uh, especially with their the sprint mechanic as well. But uh, it it does get scary, and I get really close to being uh, at zero zero hit points. But then. Uh, get full stacks uh, uh, of the new uh, the Soulbinder mechanic, and then uh, uh, can give myself some pretty good buffs. So uh, there's that to look forward to. Uh, Trickster rogues and clerics. Uh, we we had um, we had a, a another sort of round of, of balance passes, um, and and this time around we hit the trickster rogue, the cleric. Last uh, I think with Tyranny of Dragons, we uh, we got the Guardian fighter um, feeling pretty good, and the Control Wizard um, as well. Um, and uh, we listen. Uh, it, it's actually really cool for us. It's, it's not just you know sort of we go into sort of a silo in a dark room and we figure out we do some theory crafting and figure out what the the number should be. Um, we we try to get these changes to the players, and, and when we've had some really good success with this, get the changes to the players on our preview shard. We've got some seriously seriously dedicated, enthusiastic players of Neverwinter, um, and they they help us out so much. A lot of times they they you know they like what we do uh, and they're very happy with it but we also are very happy when they tell us what we've done wrong and what it doesn't how it doesn't work in these situations um, they're so knowledgeable about about the classes that they have so much passion for uh, so working with those uh, with those players the the trickster rogues and the clerics on our preview shard um, has enabled us to get these to dial in these uh, these balance changes in for these two classes uh, and feeling really good 
Uh, and we're not, but we're not done though, right? So it's going to go live. It's going to get even more testing. We're going to get more feedback, and we continue to make changes. Um, but we had a lot of really great success with our with Control Wizard and Guardian Fighter. Uh, I know after the changes that we made in Tyranny of Dragons in August to Guardian Fighter, actually, I, I picked mine back up, and I found that I was really, really effective in group with the, with taunts actually starting to mean a, a lot more. Um, my main is a great weapon fighter, um, and now I can see that. I, I can go into dungeons, and previously I could probably handle it without Guardian Fighter, but now there's definitely epic dungeons that uh, Guardian Fighter is, is absolutely uh, a must if, you wanna, if you're going to min-max the dungeon. It's not a must all the time, but it's uh, definitely a great thing to have on your team. Uh, so continuing that success uh, with the Trickster Rogue and the Cleric, I'm going to continue to listen to the player feedback and, 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 uh, and make those things as best as they can. And then we'll move on to, to, to more classes and, and more player feedback to to uh, really get all of our classes feeling great. So that's a lot of stuff, right? Well of Dragons, we got uh, Stopping the Cult of the Dragon, uh, there's Thayans there, which is really weird. The cool thing there, uh, as a side note, is, uh, is players that have been playing through the Tyranny of Dragons have had a lot of experience with the Cult of the Dragon. And those really cool mechanics, like the, the freezing and spin attacks of the, of the White Dragon Fang, the Green Dragon uh, with the, the crazy snipe, um, abilities and, and laying down those giant splats with, with, with the slow and stun and everything. Um, it is a different way to fight and so much sort of stranger and harder when you, move, when you like mix a red wizard into that mix, right? Because then if you, get, if you get held or stunned and then a red wizard splat comes down and then you've got like serious DPS coming out and maybe you get, you get a snipe, uh, it, it can get pretty hairy. So having to move around and change tactics uh, it feels really great. So Well of Dragons is an, a new sort of harder t- kind of content, uh, content harder encounters, uh, still really fun. Uh, a lot of heroic encounter style uh, gameplay. We started that in Icewind Dale. We continued it through uh, the Tyranny of Dragons with which the, the new zone extensions we added where there was a, a heroic encounter to fight dragons. But now they're kind of all over the place. They pop up and there's cool things to do there, uh, new threats and challenges. Um, and then you're all sort of working towards uh, TMM. Now TMM isn't a isn't available day and date with this module, Well of Dragons. So Rise of Tiamat is, is the first part of it is the Well of Dragons going through and basically getting prepared. Right now, if you go in-game, you'll see a countdown timer. Tiamat is on the way. She's about two weeks away. It's a really deep well. Yeah, it goes, takes, it takes a long time to summon a god. And so she's on her way. She's going to be here. And when that timer strikes and she lands, those doors are going to open up. Uh, and it's really cool. It's an hourly event. She keeps trying over and over again. And you've got to keep her back, keep her down, keep the cult from, uh, from able to, to push through and make sure that she can make it into our realm. So, so the players have about two weeks to prepare, and then Tiamat's going to arrive. It's going to be an hourly event where people can go and, and, and keep Tiamat into the Nine Hells. Cool warlock stuff happening. Uh, feels really great. If you're a warlock, I'd, I'd suggest switching over into the new, uh, the new Soul Binder and give it a whirl. It's really cool. Uh, like I said, it, it made me kind of want to thirst for constant uh, uh, tiptoeing around danger and death. Uh, but it's a really cool new play style for the Warlock. Um, and then those cool updates to uh, the Trickster Rogue and Cleric. A lot of really great stuff. Tons of really cool rewards. Tons of really cool new items and stuff. Uh, but uh, you really need to hop in and play it to, to sort of get the full sense of it. Yeah, Warlock has always been my favorite class on the tabletop side of things, so yeah. it's exciting to see what's uh, happening with it on uh, the Neverwinter MMO side of things as well. Yeah, it's funny. I, I've played a, what, I, what I normally play on, on, on live. I play every day, like this morning I hopped in and I got my, my dailies in and I did a couple of heroic encounters. 
uh, in well, and then uh, uh, and then moved on to help out some of the uh, uh, the contacts. Um, and usually on my warlock, I play a prep style warlock, where basically I load up my orbs and I get everything ready, and I, I you know I've I've got I basically load up and then I walk in and I just unleash everything on a target that's sort of you know medium difficulty and burn <laughs> them down as much as possible. And then I really don't need to kite them or really, you know, it's, but it's because I just sort of have everything uh, available. Um, with a soul binder, it's, it's definitely different. I, I almost play it like a, my, my TR, which is probably not smart because I don't have, enough, I don't have a, as much survivability as my TR. So uh, as Trevor mentioned, we have the videos up from the, the gameplay uh, trailer for uh, Team Out as well, and, and he, she does look incredible and gorgeous. For creating a creature of that scope and complexity, was it technically difficult to bring her into the game, or how did that process go about? Yeah, it was, um, it was a lot. We, uh, we knew right away that we needed to make a really, really cool encounter with, uh, with Team Out. We had to do it justice. Um, we actually... It, it was really great. The original release trailer, like the teaser trailer um, that you guys put together, um, a big inspiration for us because that reveal, that entrance, uh, uh, it was it, it sort of we thought that's exactly what it should be. It should be this sort of this eruption of of this the Queen of Dragons into this space, and it should be this big space, and players should feel like it's large and moving around and. And so we listed out a bunch of our goals, right? It should be large, take a bunch of people, require coordination, hard. That's definitely one of our, uh, the goals that we had. Um, and then getting everything in there, it was, it was actually a pretty big challenge. And, and, and uh, one of the things that was challenging is, is we wanted to make sure that it was actually performance. And we, it, has to be, it has to perform well. It can't be laggy, especially when each of the heads fire down uh, they fire their breath weapons, which creates these large splats. The players actually, I'm going to give a little bit away for, for the battle, but uh, uh, the player actually can, can get and collect uh, souls of dragons. Um, and they can sort of, in a way, kind of nullify some of the breath attacks. Um, and there's different, uh, there's chromatic souls that match their chromatic heads of Tiamat. Um, so if you, get the, if you get the green soul item, you can go over and when the green dragon uh, uh, does the breath attack, you can you can uh, both heal and then protect uh, people in a radius around you when you use it. So there's all kinds of things that we there's some 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 complex mechanics going back and forth. There's a lot of tells, but because we wanted those mechanics, uh, we had to make sure that all of those effects ran smoothly and that the gameplay was smooth. Uh, it was also understandable, but getting all that stuff into budget was it was a really big task, and uh, you know it isn't. Uh, it isn't no small feat to get a giant dragon with as much detail as we have. All those players in the map, all those effects, all those heads firing off their attacks and everything, um, and then and have it look really great. And Tiamat looks so great. The map looks really great. Um, the the ambiance and everything just is is know, it's pretty amazing. It's one of the coolest maps and the coolest fights that we've made. Um, but to get it feeling good and play fast and good. Uh, was a pretty big struggle. Um, figuring out how the five heads and, and making a new rig for that and the most biggest thing that we've, we've had to fight yet, uh, that was a pretty big challenge. Um, uh, and then and we looked at it and, and we, we wanted the, the mouths to animate and we wanted the tongues to animate. And we, I mean, everything. So, yeah, but having it come all, all of it come together was a, was a really big challenge. Um, the fight itself, all of the mechanics going into it and its, its interaction with the, with the, the, 
the Dragon Souls, um, all of the, the sort of back and forth multi-stage stuff, getting through all that stuff, all the scripting was very, very complicated. And then getting a bunch of players in to play it over and over again was, uh, as you guys know, right? You, you, when you guys, uh, you know, make a call to get players to, to play test your stuff, it's, it's very complicated to organize that stuff, get the feedback and all of the things. So we got it. It, it. it feels great. And then the players had a great time on our public show when we had our Play With Devs events. Um, but yeah, the biggest challenge was, was getting everything working smoothly, looking great, uh, as great as it does, um, and, and, ha- and having it be fun. Well, I, I know the hints for the encounter will be much appreciated by players. It definitely yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound like a solo <laughs> fight. Uh, and we're certainly looking forward to some of the videos I'm sure players will put together when they uh, face her uh, themselves. You're pretty awesome. I, I, I just love hearing how the story is so in line with all the other stuff we're doing. It's, it's awesome to hear that the tabletop story, right, the 2D Dragon story and your guys' story is, is so closely involved. I, with, with that, Rob, are you, I know we were talking and you, and you were going to be running some, some of the, the tabletop D&D in your area. Are, are you doing that? Yeah, so we have, uh, we have Friday lunch D&D. Um, I, uh, and so we're getting uh, it's sort of internally. Um, and then uh, so we do that on the dev side and people, people that, so some of the people here that, at the company that I've never played um, getting in, absolutely loving, loving it. Tyranny of Dragons, like the, the intro, I think like the one to eight is so much fun and it's so easy to get into, uh, into the module. So we got, I mean, we, we are lucky. We were able to get a bunch of books and everything from you guys. Um, so we have them here and we have some really great DMs that have been fans of, uh, Dungeons and Dragons for so long. So they're running modules, running new people through it. It is so much fun and it's easy to get through. Uh, and then sort of having that that sort of leveling character. Um, and so what I'm working on doing is, is, is leveling up my character, getting a really cool backstory. Uh, and then, yeah, and then actually working um, and playing with, uh, with gamers and fans at local game shops here in the, in the Bay Area. Um, we already had, uh, we have uh, one game night planned uh, coming up in San Francisco. Uh, and there's a couple game shops down here in the South Bay um, that we're going to be uh, doing uh, some Friday night D&D with. Um, and it's, 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 it's really cool to be able to hang out, play D and D, play, uh, the, the tyranny of dragons, play rise of Tiamat, um, with the fans, uh, of, of D and D and Neverwinter. Uh, and there's a, there's a bonus for uh, bonus there. Um, uh, as we, as we get to have more and more of these sort of these game nights with the local stores, we're going to, you know, have prizes and giveaways and stuff. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's some of the stuff that we're doing uh, and coming up in the future is 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 really exciting. Not only internally because you know I get to uh, get back into D and D. It's been quite some time, um, and then play the play the tabletop, and it's it's really cool. I kind of get to I kind of get to RP and tell the, the the story of my main character, which is also my main character in in game, I never winner, um, and kind of develop him uh outside of the digital space and then and then it's going to help me write my background uh in the game so um and then being able to take that character and then play at, at live plays or, or uh, friday night dnd uh it's really exciting for me no that sounds great uh, i'm thinking trevor and i now have to make a pitch to our managers to send us down to the bay area for research purposes yes. now, <laughs> so that we can take part in this as well yeah if people if people want to play with you on that tabletop is there someplace they can go on the website to find out when you guys are doing that but we're going to have our first one soon, and the information will, will go up as a, as a news item or community item uh, on, the, on the main Art Games Neverwinter site. And then, of course, we're going to announce 
as we have more and more. I don't, I don't think that we'll have like this schedule where it's like every Friday it's going to be at this one place. And, and also, it won't just be one place. Uh, there are so many cool game shops in the Bay Area. Um, and so we want to we be, to, to be able to hang out with, with gamers that maybe can't make it to the South Bay, so we'll, we'll travel up. Get some devs up there too. Get some uh, some some uh, folks from Cryptic to go hang out at different game shops. But yeah, the information will be posted as sort of community or or, or news items on the main uh, Art Games Neverwinter page. Yeah, and we'll get this out in our social media channels too, so that'll be easy. No, absolutely. And potentially for new listeners who might not be uh, Neverwinter MMO players, how would they get started? Where would they go, and how would they get into these events? Like, how would they get into playing Neverwinter? You go to www.arcgames.com. Look for Neverwinter. I think if any browser, you can probably type in Arc and Neverwinter. That's A-R-C space Neverwinter. Uh, and you'll find our page. Uh, it's free to play. Download it. Play for free. Have a great time. It's got awesome combat. Um, you could hop right in, level up to 30. It's really fast uh, to level up and then start playing uh, the Tyranny of Dragons campaign. Uh, there's a ton of stuff to do pre-30. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff you learn pre-30, uh, so having Tyranny start at level 1 would be a little bit, uh, a little bit much. Um, and uh, as soon as you're level 60, you don't even need to have played any of the previous campaign content. You're going to learn about Tiamat. It's a threat, right? So there's really no gate other than you kind of need to be powerful enough to go survive in this new sort of hard zone. Um, so, but when you get up to level 60, you'll be powerful enough and you'll be able to go in and, uh, and get a shot at Tiamat. Um, there's a really cool mechanic that we've, we've added in for, for Tiamat. There's basically, um, as you go reclaim uh, the, the, uh, the dragon horde, uh, the coffers, and basically the, the, the horde that the Cult of the Dragons has, has been accumulating in the Well of Dragons, you reclaim it. Um, you can actually, you can give, you can, uh, you'll be able to uh, basically use it to power up uh, other players that are fighting Tiamat. Um, which is a really cool mechanic. So you don't need to be the max best, totally top character. Uh, there's another route that you can go in, and, and you can feel powerful and be really effective when Tiamat arrives. Um, so it's it's you know go to uh, the main Neverwinter page, download the game, hop in, make a character, have a, a ton of fun at level 30, start playing Tyranny of Dragons, and, and get through that, or just get to level 60 as fast as you can, and then just go take on Tiamat. Yeah. Um, She's a she's a really big threat, and and all of the uh, all of the people in the Sword Coast uh, need to come together to to keep her from entering into Bayroon. Great, uh, Trevor. Unless you had any more questions, I was going to ask my super important one here at the end. I, I am down for your super important question. So, Rob, would you rather fight one Tiamat-sized kobold or one hundred kobold-sized Tiamats, given the choice? Tiamat-sized kobold. Uh, so Tiamat can make. She can do whatever she wants. So if she wanted to shrink herself down to the size of a kobold, she's still Tiamat. And she also could probably just blink and make me disappear. Um, so more Tiamats is just more terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> a large kobold? I could probably trick into doing something else instead of fight me. <laughs> That's a valid, valid uh, I like point. That. Yeah. I like that answer. <laughs> well, thank you, Rob, for being on the show again. It's been awesome having you, as always. I'm sure we'll have you back soon to talk about the next big thing. There is a lot of really cool things coming up. Big things, too. Spoiler. Yeah. But yeah, I can't spoiler. wait to, to talk about them. We're working on them now. Neverwinter is, is, is always changing, ever-growing. And, uh, and uh, if the, the, all the listeners should know, uh, 
that uh, that that cryptic and and wizards are often in communication about really cool things happening in the future. So there's a lot to look forward to. But and I really uh, look forward to uh, to hopping on again and talking to you guys about it. It'll be cool. And hopefully we'll be, we'll be able to talk a little bit more about the uh, uh, Neverwinter on console at that point too. It's coming next year. Oh my so goodness. so yeah, we have uh, you know Neverwinter. Like I said, it's always growing. Uh, we are coming to Xbox. It's gonna be great. The, the it plays really good. It feels great. The controls are wonderful. Um, we're we're finishing up the UIs to make sure that whole experience feels good, and it's not just sort of this rough UI PC port. Um, it Neverwinter feels great on console uh, with the controller. The combat in Neverwinter is really fast. It's agile. You move around a lot. It's not just whack a mole and do a rotate of your of your you know on your power tray. And that really, really, really works very well yeah, um, on Xbox. It's, so we it's, have. It's been pretty. We are awesome. very excited uh, to be coming to Xbox uh, uh, next year, um, and everybody should look for that announcement. Yeah, we'll. We'll. I'm sure the next next uh, cast we'll talk a crap ton about that. So. No, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thanks for your time, Rob. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. As always, thanks for listening to the official D&D podcast. You can find the latest episodes on the website, DungeonsAndDragons.com, under the media section, or subscribe directly from iTunes. On behalf of Trevor Kidd and myself, Bart Carroll, thanks for listening.